are assembled the world's four greatest heroes, created from the cosmic legends of the universe. Hello and welcome to the Weekly Foot Podcast. I'm of course your host Rafi, and I'm here with the Sanchez Seth. Today we have some news to, to talk about. We have news? Yeah, guess what? Uh, Unexpected twist. Uh, yeah. We have news today. Unexpected twist. Seth actually watched a Marvel movie last night. What'd you watch, Seth? I, I actually got to watch uh, Captain Marvel. Yeah? I like it. Nice. It was, it was a fun movie. Yeah. It was a good time. Up like... until the cat had tentacles out of its face, and I was like, well... That's this, funny. This, hmm. <laughs> that's where I got on board. That's where I got on board. Ha ha. Anyways. anyways. No, no. Was it, so, I, something I need to clear up in my head. Yeah. Wasn't Marvel a dude? He was. Okay, cool. Because I was like, this is a little weird, but whatever. You know, I, and it was funny because I, I, I said that to Emily because Captain Marvel's her favorite mm-hmm. and everything. And she was like, oh, I know that. But remember, Seth, girl power. And I was like, oh, silly me. <laughs> I after that happened, I was just waiting for people to like have a fit about it. Yeah. I don't think anyone did. No, I, I really like. Didn't, I didn't hear anyone again. Be, I was just like, Meh. I really think cool seeing Ronan. I really think it was just like, if it was it, like it wasn't a character that was like big enough that it would upset anyone. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know about you, but every time they said Marvel, I just thought about the ice cream. <laughs> Carvel ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> Fudgy the chocolate whale. You're you're a Cree. You're a Cree. Cree, Cree, scroll, Cree. I I like the metaphor about Mexicans in that movie. That's my favorite part of Captain Marvel. What? The metaphor about Mexicans. What? Everyone thinks that they're bad, but they're actually just good. Just trying to live, you know. Sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> I guess immigration is probably the better word for it. <laughs> I can't, I, I don't want to, like, centralize anything, but... I'm pretty sure the Cree were just assholes. Yeah, it's more like... I don't know. The Cree propaganda, I don't know. I, I like the twist, is what I'm saying, yeah. in that movie. I like that the Skrulls aren't generic, evil, bad guys clicking their fingers together. Yeah, I, I definitely, uh... Talos was definitely my favorite guy in that movie. I love Talos. And he, I won't spoil anything, but he sticks around. Oh, cool. Yeah, he's still in the modern day, which is nice. They messed with him or anything. But I know he was talking about just, like, just chilling. So. Oh, yeah. Well, it's nice because you have, like, that 20-year time gap between Captain Marvel and now. Mm-hmm. So, clearly, in that 20 years, he, like, chilled. He has chill time. I like <laughs> I liked the little end card where it was, like, Captain Marvel will return in Avengers Endgame. And I was like, cool, for five minutes! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know she will, and then she won't. <laughs> oh, I know she'll be there for... <laughs> I gotta go. And there she goes. <laughs> I have to go. My planet needs me. Bye bye. What planet? You live on like two of them. Yeah. What? What planet are you talking about? Stupid central intelligence looking like the Activia lady. Activia <laughs> <laughs> lady. Uh, anyway, let's start with some some bad news. Um, so there was a public event called Celebrate Stanley, where the attendees got like little um, what are those thing the not labels. What are they called? The little things that hang around your neck when you go to a convention. ID passes? ID passes? Yeah, sure, that's fine. Um, there's another word for them, which I was thinking. But you get those, you get like a little dossier of the events that are happening. I think they gave out like a free comic book or something. Mm-hmm. But it was just this like big charity event in celebration of Stanley's life. Um, people already taking the merchandise they got from this event, this event and selling it online. Woo! Prop towards of like $400 on eBay. Woo! Yeah, um, 
So, Marvel Comics, you know, noticed this, and they were like, yeah, if any of our employees are the people selling this stuff online, uh, we'll fire them. Which, which is like, of we're course... We're gonna shoot them. We're gonna take them on back, and shoot them with our unemployment gun. Um, <laughs> unemployment gun. <laughs> Aha, you're fired! Oh, God, that would be... That's, like, not as bad as dying, but, like, if someone could just walk up to you, shoot you with nothing, and be like, there, you're fired. Dude, no, you ruined my whole week. No! I gotta, like, call people now. Fuck, okay. Um, but no. I wanted to talk about this only because... I wouldn't be surprised if Marvel, even if this happened at DC, if they wouldn't bring attention to it. I just think it's nice that Marvel Comics is actually like, oh, no, no, no. We gotta shut this down right now. We can't stop regular people from doing it. But if you work for us, you're fired. Mm Mm-hmm. Even if you're big and important, you're fired. But, uh... Well, it's kind of fucked up. I mean... Oh, yeah. The guy who started the party... The party. The party. The guy who started the company, you're like, you know what, we're gonna take a, we're gonna take a night and just... It's everything Stanley. Yeah. You know what? Have pride for where you work. Blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Excuse me, you're selling all the stuff we're giving you? You're selling your pride? You're selling your pride? Wow. So fucking... You're selling the pride and It's so fucked up, because, like, that's just... No one else in the world has that. No. No one will... That, that'll never happen again. Mm-hmm. And it's... Uh, I don't know. You're selling your pride and we're not getting any proceeds from it? Fired. That... I don't <laughs> think it's even that. I think it's just like... Dude, what the fuck? Like... <laughs> dude, why? That wound is still fresh for them, so... Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. That's just... Fuck, it's scummy, dude. You know what else is scummy? So Rob Liefeld is, su- is suing over Danny Phantom? <laughs> oh, you saw the DP. Yeah. Uh, I'm just skimming the, skimming the notes here. <laughs> that'd be hilarious. And he was like, sell you for Danny And they're like, we don't own that. They're just sitting we there with Rob Liefeld, like a searchlight goes by. It's just, he's Phantom. And it just like keeps going. <laughs> Rob Liefeld versus Butch Harmon. Let's go. That would be... Dude, Butch Hartman's fucking insane. He is... I know. I found out he's a crazy religious zealot. He is so insane. He's nuts. And I love it, because, like, if you ask him... If you ask Butch Hart... Or Butch Hartman, like... Hey, man, why are you crazy? He's like, have you created successful cartoons? Have you done this? No, screw you. And his fucking hair is going all over the place. <laughs> his whip. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, man, you... Listen. He's such a weirdo. You can't be... Do you hear what he said to Tara Strong? What did he say? So they were, they were they were like in a little like interview or something like that, and um, I think it's Tara Strong that does Timmy's voice. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So they're talking about it, and like another voice actor had just died that was really close to Tara, mm-hmm. and he like super implied that she murdered her. What the fuck? What? <laughs> Tara, like you can see just the uncomfortable set in on her, and he's just like. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. All right, moving that, on. Wh- that's, like, just like, <laughs> that's a weird thing to like. Yeah. Push on someone. Yeah. Did Especially if it was like a close friend. Yeah. Also, and it's just like uh, I don't know Tara Strong at all. I only know her career, but I really feel like just, just from what I know, I don't know if she's capable of murdering somebody, especially someone that she is close to. That's nuts. I don't know, man. Look, after you got Cosmo pregnant, I didn't really have a lot of high opinions of of your storytelling method. That was weird. That was weird to find out he was a religious zealot, and, and then be like, wait, but he got Cosmo pregnant. What is that even? 
What's that mean, you know? Right. <laughs> Why? So anyways, Rob Liefeld's suing. Yeah, Rob Liefeld. Uh, so, he's... <laughs> we don't know what he's suing Marvel Comics over. He just... He's been making these these ominous tweets recently. Where he's like... It'll all end in 30 days. Hashtag hiring a lawyer. Stuff like that. Not exactly that, yeah. but like... I'm looking into some legal stuff. Things are going to start happening. Rob, buddy, what are you... What are you doing? It's time to show them. Bro, what, what, what are you doing? Here I go. What are you doing? It's not the end at all. No. no. Oh, God. <laughs> no, Rob, no. Um, but we've gotten a little bit of hits, uh, hints. We know that it's about uh, creator's rights, specifically like an artist's right, rights, um, which makes sense because Rob Liefeld was part of like the image movement mm-hmm. of artists that left Marvel to start their own company because they felt like they weren't getting paid enough for what they were doing. Um Someone asked him on Facebook if it was anything related to Deadpool, and he said it was more than that. Oh, that's DP. Got yeah. it. All right. Yeah. Because he created Deadpool. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I'm sitting here like, what the fuck is DP? What superhero is DP? Shit, I should know this. It's obviously shortened for Don Fan. Don Fan. Everyone's hey. favorite Marvel character, hey, Don he's, Fan. Hey, he's my favorite ground type. I love Don Fan. That's fair. The Don Fan. The- I want to be able to be a tire. <laughs> I think we all want to be able to be a tire, Seth. Is that a dream unique to you? Just just mount me on a car. Let's go. <laughs> just mount me on a car. Um, now, he also... Rob Liefeld talked about on Twitter a case that he had against Marvel in 96 over a character called The Fighting American. You ever about this guy? The Fighting American. The Fighting American. Let me, Spin me a tail. Let me take right. you on a sidebar here. All right, so The Fighting American was a character created by Joe Simon and... Um, Jack Kirby, because they, Joe Simon and Jack Kirby created Captain America uh-huh. in, like, 1940-something. After, like, they gave that character to Marvel Comics, and it became a Marvel Comics <coughs> character, they are like, hey, we want to write more stories about Captain America. And Marvel was like, no. So, they went over to DC, and they created a character called The Guardian, who's in, like, the first season of Young Justice. He's, he's the got, Guardian. He's got the golden helmet and the shield. Yeah. They created him as, like, DC's Captain America, only he's a cop. And they're like, yeah, we've got our own Captain America over here. Um, but eventually DC was like, that's not selling. Bye. So they were like, fuck. Uh, so they went to a third-party publisher, created a, another, like, rip-off Captain America called The Fighting American. And then years later, when the rights for Fighting American were, like, up in the air, um, Rob Liefeld b- bought the rights and started publishing Fighting American books because in the 90s, they had him write and draw Captain America. Mm-hmm. Then they took him off that because they were like, dude, you gave him, you gave Captain America tits. Get out of here. So, Rob was like, well, fine. If I can't write Captain America, I'll write The Fighting American. And so he did. And Marvel went into a big lawsuit with him because they are like, uh, yeah. The Fighting American is a ripoff of our very popular Captain America character. Because it is. <laughs> and they had this whole battle of, of disputes and, and whatever. And, like, Rob's argument was like, well, you guys were going to rip off... You guys ripped off the guys that created Captain America anyway. They had a big lawsuit thing, which ended with... Rob Liefeld could keep Fighting American. He could still publish Fighting American comics. But the Fighting American could not wield a shield. That was the only caveat from that. So you give him a sword. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> for America... I, I just love that because it's like, alright, fine, you'll get what you want, but, like, no shields. That no one will know they're the same character. So you give him a gun. No. So, <laughs> clearly this means Rob is like, 
I want to publish my own Deadpool character, but yeah. I'm going to bow to you for Deadpool's rights, and they'll be like, all right, you can make your own Deadpool character, but you can't use guns. Hmm. I don't know what Rob's planning on doing. I don't know what, like, because clearly he's been... But he can't use gun or sword, so he can pull... So that Deadpool character has a shield, and the Fighting American has <laughs> yeah, guns and swords. Oh, dude, that'd be funny. If he had the shield that was taken <laughs> away from Fighting American. Yeah. Um, no, so the reason is, you know... <laughs> Rob Liefeld, hire me. <laughs> I can help you. I guess he's been building this up for a while. He's all, every, I feel like every week Rob Liefeld comes out and he's like, here's what's wrong with comics. And everyone's like, here's what's oh, wrong God. with my comic oh, universe. God. Here goes Rob again. Here goes Rob. Here goes crazy Uncle Liefeld. So Jennifer Aniston wants less Marvel movies because they're ruining casting. She had said that like it's hard for actors to get good parts now. Because the only good parts that are out there, and the only parts that people want filled, are for superhero movies. Uh-huh. Which, you know, I get. That's a legitimate complaint. Yeah. You know? Um, but her thing is, like, there should be less Marvel movies, and more movies directed by, like, like uh, I don't know, she mentioned, like, an actor that's, like, old school. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I wanted to list this only because... There's a lot of occasions where actors come out and they say, Marvel movies are what's wrong with... Like, Spielberg said it. Um, uh, who else? The, the Yeah, Spielberg said it. Someone else said it. Like, a lot of directors mm. and, and people that work in the movie industry have come out and said that the superhero movie genre is, like, ruining itself. And, like, they'll be... I remember years ago... I, I feel like it was still Spielberg. Years ago, Spielberg was like... Superhero movies will be gone in the way of the Western film genre. And it's like, okay, buddy, look at the action figures. Um, and then the other thing that's interesting about that remark is... Um, so, like, they're saying the superhero movie thing is, is a problem. Joker, which just came out, uh-huh. its director said, I basically wrote this movie, you know, as a Joker movie, as, like, a plan to sneak a real movie into a superhero movie. So even the people who are in the superhero movie community, yeah. at least Todd Phillips, are like, no, these aren't real movies. We have to work really hard at making them real movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, we could go back and forth about, you know, what what really merits a superhero movie as a true piece of cinema, art, or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But I think the, the, the fact that gets me is that, like, look, Jennifer Aniston could be in a Marvel movie. I think she's got the chops. Yeah. I don't know why she's, like, trying to... Trying to bring down the system. Yeah, like, anytime, anytime an actor comes out uh-huh. and says, I can't get a movie part because because superhero movies are, are ruining the whatever, either they want to be in a superhero <clears throat> movie and they've been rejected, mm-hmm. or they're just old and cranky. Yeah. Like, I don't like that mentality of, like, I can't do my job because someone else is doing this job over here. Like... If you truly believe in films the way that you remember them, uh-huh. then you shouldn't have the doubt in your mind. Like, you should be confident enough in the movies that you're you put gonna, out, you put out mm-hmm. instead of just blaming it on what someone else is doing. Yeah. Well, the, the, the other thing is, is like, for, for the longest time, you had to, like, do some, like, secret sign language to even look at somebody and be like, yo, I kind of like comic books. Yeah. And now it's just like, you can walk up and be like, who's your favorite Avenger? Mm. And fucking everyone in the room will be like, have different answers. Some people will be like, oh, 
well, I actually like this guy who isn't in any of the movies, and you're like, you, I like you. Yeah. That's, that's a good one. I love triathlon, man. <laughs> what? <laughs> and I just... Things that nobody says. Things that nobody says. <laughs> that's actually uh, a fun Facebook group I'm a part of, which is previously unsaid er, sentences in your human history. <laughs> 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 and it's just like posting weird headlines and stuff like that, that you're just like, what? I don't know who I want more, Blue Jay or Silver Sorceress. It's weird. If I could get Elastic Man. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, and again, it sucks because, like, I like Jennifer Aniston. But, like, she's been in, like, like I don't know. It, 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 she's one of those actresses mm-hmm. that people generally like. And no one would be upset. Because friends. They, yeah, because friends. And no one, would, no one would be disappointed to see her in any kind of movie, Marvel or otherwise. Yeah. But... You know she's gonna stand by her her belief. Um, speaking of speaking of a girl who is getting it, Brie Larson. So so. Yeah. From watching Captain Marvel last night and watching Endgame beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um. She has a personality. What? <laughs> like the character or the actress? Like like the character. I was like through the whole Captain Marvel movie. I'm like yeah I'm down. Yeah, this chick's cool. Yeah, and then and then in the Endgame, I was like, "Where'd it go? What are you?" <laughs> but apparently, like, I don't know. Emily was telling me something like they filmed Endgame first. I think so. Yeah, and she didn't know the character yet. Yeah, which is why she seems kind of flat. Yes, in that one. But yeah, um, but anyways, yeah, she she has seven movies, huh? Yeah, she her character has like the the Top Gun attitude. Yeah, which works for her. Which, her which is great. Yeah, she's a freaking pilot. Yeah, she's allowed to be all that aloofness. So, so yeah, Brie Larson has signed a seven movie deal with Marvel. So essentially, two more Captain Marvels, maybe another Avengers trilogy, and two cameos in other movies. Mm-hmm. But she's also claimed that she and a bunch of other actresses for Marvel have gone to Feige and told him like we want to do like an all female Marvel movie. Um. They cornered them. Like, listen. We'll call it Planes of Prey. <laughs> they just called it Birds of Prey. That'd be fucking just great. Fucking right out of the gate. Just Birds of Prey. <laughs> <laughs> Take that. You see Kevin Feige. I have all the money. All the money. <laughs> um, see, like, there have been female teams like uh, the Liberators and A Force. Mm. My thing is, like, look, take whatever all female Avengers movie you want to do. And just put it in Captain Mar- Captain Marvel too. Yeah, I, I mean, feel like that's just, like you're, you. You have get Captain to that, Marvel. You yep. could have Pepper in as a uh, rescue. rescue. That way, um, that way she could be like, because I feel like she's probably salty about uh, Jane Foster. Sure. Yeah. Like you could have Jane Foster Thor come in. Yep. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, get a little, get a little, uh, get a little time, timey wimey bullshit going on. You can bring Scarlett Johansson back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> And then you know what? Throw Hawkeye in, because everybody likes Hawkeye. <laughs> All female team. All female team and Hawkeye. And then male Hawkeye. Like we'll we... call it we'll call it Birds of Prey and the Fabulous Emancipation of Hawkeye. No. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Ha-ha, I'm the actual bird. I have hope now. <laughs> I have hope now. Yeah. No, they have enough female they have Wasp. They have fucking yeah, Scarlet have Witch. They have plenty of characters that like need more stuff to do mm-hmm. outside of whatever movies that are showing yeah. up in. I'm down. I'd be fine with that. Uh, speaking of female characters, uh, Dove, Dove Cameron. Dove Cameron. Gwen Stacy. Wants to 
I wanted to make it seem like the sentence was in fragments. Um, Dove Cameron wants Voices to... Voices in animation. <laughs> Damn it. Sorry. Dove Cameron wants to play Gwen Stacy. Yeah. Um, do you know who Dove Cameron is? No. She... Have you seen any of the Descendants I'll movies? Up. I'll look her up. She's the chick from Descendants. Um, so Dove, Dove Cameron. Dove Cameron voices Gwen Stacy in the Marvel Rising cartoon show. Uh-huh. Um, and she's expressed interest in playing her in live action. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I get that. I, I like when voice actors are like, no, just let me like play the actual character. That's um, why we need Drake Bell as Spider-Man, uh, damn it. no. That's why I want Mark Hamill as Joker, damn it. I don't care if he's old. Um... Oh, she's cute. Yeah. So, she in, in Descendants, she plays the daughter of Maleficent. Oh, right. Yeah. Right, okay. She turns into a dragon. Into a dragon. She's a I'm dragon fucking, type. I only fucking loves that that movie series. What, Descendants? Yeah. Oh, okay. She thinks it's adorable. It's pretty good. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, That's the one with the kid who died in his sleep. Anyways, um, Oh, Jesus Christ. What? What happened? Oh, I, cheese like, and rice. Cheese and rice, anyways. Judas Priest, okay. So, Judas Priest. So, she wants to play <coughs> Gwen Stacy. Yep. And she said specifically, like, she wants Gwen Stacy to be, like, an equal an equal physical threat to, like, Spider-Man. A lot of people misinterpreted that as, oh, this bitch don't know comics. She wants Gwen Stacy to be a villain. This bitch don't know comics. And it's like, dude, calm down. She, like, she voices Gwen Stacy in a low. Yeah, she's not she mistaken. She knows the character, yeah. yeah she was like, she wants to... Change Gwen Stacy to a villain. It's like, that's not what she's saying. Like, I read... taking both of her roles and smashing them together. Like, the the timeline of Raffi learning this news is... Raffi's scrolling on Twitter. Comic (laughs) resources are like... um, Dove Cameron wants to play uh, Gwen Stacy villain. So then I I go... (laughs) I can see you just... I go in the the comments and everyone's like... What a fucking stupid bitch. She doesn't know, like... Gwen Stacy's not a villain. Does she know? She voices the character. I go and read the actual article. No. She said she either wants to play Gwen Stacy as a physical, like, equal to Spider-Man, or a villain. So just because the word or wasn't in the goddamn thumbnail, these people jump to the conclusion. That's so good. It's so dumb. I hate it. Like, you know, good on comic book resources for getting all that interaction, though. Holy like, shit. There's so many awful toxic people on Twitter, it needs to be one person who just goes onto every post that's misleading and types in the comments, here's what this a- actual article's about. Here, guys, I actually clicked the article. Yeah, uh. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, I read everything. Like, our version of The Watcher should just be that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I am the reader. I am the reader. The tweeter. I am the tweeter. Tweeter. Um, the living tweet bunal. I'd be fine with Gwen Stacy in the MCU for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. You know, now she can be Spider-Gwen or, or Ghost-Spider. Um, Ghost Spider. I don't know where you put her, because I feel like we're a little bit far past... Like, she'd have to be in someone else's movie. Like, if Kamala Khan ever got a movie, she'd need to be, like, a side character in one of those. Yeah. Just because Peter Parker's kind of, like, you know, been through a lot already. Yeah. I feel like... And now we can't do the next snap again. Yep. No. Or not next snap, snipe, spine snap. Oh, right, from the bridge. Yeah. I feel like if they, dude, if they did that, so many people would be like, no, but you said that she'd be a superhero, and it's like, ha we remember our roots. Ha <laughs> we know what Gwen does. Yep, it's like, look at, you can put her in whatever costume you want. <laughs> Gwen is here to die. <laughs> it's like, they announce that Gwen Stacy will be in a Spider-Man There's movie. <laughs> they announce Green Goblin will also be in that Spider-Man movie. They have a crisis button. 
right? Yep. Fucking another reboot button. Yep. And then like Gwen Stacy die button. <laughs> <laughs> it's time. <laughs> How do you reinvigorate the series? <clears throat> Let's see. Peter Peter lost everything in the last movie. Let's kill Gwen Stacy. Woo! God damn it, Marvel. You will Duh. not hesitate. I'm ready. Depression. <laughs> Speaking of Spider-Man, we got a hot rumor. Hot rumor. Oh, hot What's rumor. What's rumor, Raffy? Like a little tight. Um, the hot rumor going on is that Disney's going to offer four to five billion dollars to Sony I, to just outright buy the Spider-Man rights. I get that. <sighs> and and, and the, the person who... That is a fuckload of money. It's, it's coming from a person of a reliable source. Um, and they're claiming that since Cap and Tony are kind of off the table, Disney and Marvel Studios are going to want, like, a, a trademark character... Captain Marvel. ...to kind of take the front line. Sorry. Yeah. Look, <laughs> the problem with Captain Marvel is that only half the populace like her. That's true. Everyone loves Spider-Man. Yeah. Even the people that hate Marvel Studios' version of Spider-Man like, like Spider-Man. Yeah, they like Spider-Man. Okay, that's fair. But, um... <clears throat> yeah, the rumors that it's gonna be four to five billion. I I don't doubt this only because it's Disney. And they they already have that money, and also just like I wouldn't doubt someone at Disney is like, God damn it, Sony, stop trying to. Let's just end the drama. What if, what if <laughs> Disney just buys Sony? <laughs> I, I'm surprised they haven't. A lot of people are like, Oh, well, clearly that's their next move. Yeah, they already bought Fox. They're just gonna buy Sony. It would be tough because Sony is like a Japanese company, so they're like stubborn about that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But like, I I don't know. I, f I believe more they want to buy Spider Man than more than Sony. Yeah. In fact, Sony might be just like shit in the bed on purpose, hoping to get bought just so they can get more money from mm -hmm. it. But it's it's a it's a sound move. Yeah, it's a sound move. And again, like as a person that doesn't like having like, because if you just boil it down to people. It's literally just a matter of this person will won't stop like being an asshole about this agreement we have. I'm just going to make them an offer, take it all, and never have a conversation with them again. Yeah, no, that's definitely what's going on. Yeah, and like I'm I'm not saying that that Disney doesn't have that money at all. I'm just saying that is so much fucking money. <laughs> you know, it's like you never like I feel like hearing that amount of money and then seeing it are two very different experiences. Well, there, there's there's that, but it's like. If that's the rumor that's going around, mm. right, say it is true, and that has already been offered to Sony, why have they not just then like, yeah, here. Yeah, why turn like, it I down? Get, I, get the, I get the pride thing and being like, no, Spider-Man's ours, we bought him for pennies back there. Yeah. Or back then, and we're, we're trying to get everything we can out of it, but mm. like, if your company's going down and somebody's like, yeah, here's four billion dollars, we want this one thing. Yeah, here's four billion dollars, make a good Venom movie. We'll take Spider-Man. Yeah, we'll take Spider-Man. You know what? You can have Venom. Yeah. Yeah, we don't, we don't even know like what the extent of that... If this is true, we don't even know if the extent is... We'll take Venom, we'll take Spider-Verse. We don't know if they're going to leave that stuff behind. Um, we don't know if they're still going to do Madam Web and Morbius. So. Oh, I, still, I still need to see Venom. Yeah. Um, Anyways. You do. So, from things we know that might be happening to things we know are happening, last week we talked about the Marvel... VR game damage control. Yep. We got a trailer for it. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to watch it? We're good. We can keep going. All right. So in the trailer, yeah. they show that Ultron is back. 
they're setting this in kind of a pseudo MCU. Who would have thought? Anyway, sorry. Um, <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch appears in the trailer, like in the live action bit, Neat. which is cool. Because I mean, when they got Shuri, I was like, okay, that's cool. But when they got him, I was like, whoa, they got Benedict Cumberbatch back. Whoa, whoa. I wonder what this is in his contract. Um, but he was in like the live action bit of the trailer. The rest of it was like in the you know the video game. Yeah, Ultron like came back. You. You, like, get to control an iron, like a Wakanda and Iron Man armor. I think both of them come with the shield and blasters. <clears throat> it's kind of just the basic setup. I think you go like this. They can't see it. You raise your arms to block to make the shield. Yeah. And then you put your hands out like Iron Man does to shoot. Um, but they kind of just show you flying through the city, shooting Ultron <coughs> drones. Perfect villain for a video game as well. Yeah, Ultron? Okay. Yeah, because he's infinite. He is Legion. Um, On top of that, you, you have the... Um, Oh man, you know what? Ultron's hacked your suit. You right. can't do this. Yeah, no. you can't move your left arm or something. Yeah. That it actually takes out your nose. <laughs> oh my god. It turns on the pain receptors. It's just it's just searing pain. Oh god. Ah. Who would ship this? Who would ship it? Oh it's god. Screwed. We gotta send out a it's patch. It's so not online all over again. Patch the game. Patch the game. <laughs> Timmy's arm is breaking. What's One kid fucking hyper extends his arm backwards. <laughs> ah. What's cool is that, um,. Like, they show off a bunch of Marvel... Like, you, you get to meet Spider-Man in this game. Oh, cool. You get to meet Hulk, and he looks funny because his head is, like... Tiny? It's a little... It's a, it's a little too big <laughs> for his head. It's kind of weird. Big head Hulk. Big head Hulk. Hulk. I put on the Hulk, the big head mode. <laughs> put on big head mode. Yeah. You see Black Panther, and... Oh, Ant-Man and Wasp show up. So, like, they're... That's and, cool. like, I think... I don't know. It's tough to tell, but I don't know if any of them have the voice of the actual actors. But... The fact that they were able to get Shuri and, and Doctor Strange in live action form yep. makes me think that at least some of them are voiced by their actual actors. But, uh... Cool. Yeah, I don't know. So, Ant-Man sounded like Paul Rudd. <clears throat> so, uh, something weird. Mm. Something weird. Anyways, uh, I was, I was watching a lot of Because Science yesterday. Uh-huh. Uh, and one of the things was, can you kill Ant-Man with a magnifying glass? <laughs> and I was like, fuck, I want to know this, actually. I want to know if, like... That, that's just one thing that you could do. His kryptonite. So, yeah, 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 that's his kryptonite. So, uh, apparently, like, if he shrunk down and he had the same mass as an ant, it would take 3.3 seconds to just fucking vaporize him. And I was like, that's fucking cool. But but if you think about it, he keeps all of himself when he goes down. Like, yeah. he still has his strength and, and everything. So we're going to assume his mass stays the same. So if you were to do that, it would take 4.4 years <laughs> to, burn. To, melt, to burn him. Like, to completely dust him. Oh, right? my God. So, like, <laughs> it's just the thought of Paul Rudd looking up and being like, really? Like, <laughs> Are you still doing this? Yeah? Real? Okay. All right. No, yeah. Here, sure. Like, whatever. Takes out his phone. Yeah, he just starts checking it. Cool. Can you imagine if he, like, hey, guys, it's Ant-Man. I'm tweeting from the in- er, inside the anthill. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you think it's like a selfie of him getting burned? Yeah. Check it out. Check it fucking, out. Look at this narc. Look at this guy. <laughs> Let's see. I don't know. It's, it's, it's just a fucking funny episode. I, I thought it was a funny idea. From the obscurity of damage control yeah. to the obscurity of Amethyst. So who is this Amethyst? So Amethyst is a DC Comics character yeah. who is kind of like She-Ra from, from He-Man. Okay. She lives in another dimension where there's gem magic and there's kingdoms of gems and she's a sword and sorcery type of character. Right. I'm uh, I like She's pretty neat. She's reappeared recently in Brian Michael Bendis' Young Justice book. Which is under DC Comics Wonder Comics imprint. 
which really doesn't mean anything. All, all it means is like... It's under this subsection of DC Comics. All it means is I'm Bendis and I get my own imprint. Um, <laughs> Amethyst will get her own spin-off book from Young Justice. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be a miniseries written by Amy Reader. Um, pretty cool. I, I like Amethyst. She's a, she's a very different DC character, which I think is good. She's like... Well, you don't see too many good sword and sorcery characters around yeah, anymore, well, other than like whoever's writing Conan at the time. Yeah. Like, you know how, like, Jonah Hex doesn't feel like a DC character? Mm-hmm. That's how Amethyst is. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, I'm actually kind of excited for this Deathstroke news. Yeah. I, I, uh, me and Brandon were sitting there, and he, like, looks over and he goes, Hey, has Rafi told you about the, the Deathstroke thing yet? And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? And I look over and watch that trailer. That's a good fucking trailer. Yeah, that looks Ooh, like... Ooh, that was good. I like the animation a lot. Mm-hmm. I like the, um... The kind of dark sense of humor. It reminds me of, like, if the guy from BoJack Horseman was like, hey, let's make, like, a Deathstroke episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's a Deathstroke animated miniseries coming to the CW's website, uh, CW Seed. Uh-huh. I don't know if you remember. I don't like that it's called The Seed. <laughs> the Seeds. I don't know if you remember, but they've done stuff like this before. There was a Vixen miniseries mm-hmm. on the CW Seed. They did... Uh, who else did? They did... Um, Constantine. Mm-hmm. They did the Ray before Ray cameoed. The Ray before Ray cameoed in the live action show. And here's like the really cool part because I know Deathstroke is, has appeared in the Arrow TV show as like a major oh, villain. A lot. So here's the cool part. I don't know if it's gonna if it's gonna be connected or if it's gonna be its own thing, but the Vixen seed blended over into the CW shows. Like the actress that voiced Vixen yep. played her in the live action show. Um. Same thing with Constantine. I'm wondering if, like, if, like, Deathstroke's gonna make some, like, big return in one of the Arrowverse shows, mm-hmm. um, that and it'll spin off of this. Like, again, the animation kind of tells me no, but at the same time, I wouldn't doubt it if they're trying to boost Deathstroke. Like, what would possess them to do, an an- like, a Deathstroke animated thing mm-hmm. other than it would be a cool idea? But, because they, they just uh, did Batwoman, and... Deathstroke could be a cool character to show up in Batwoman. Because mm-hmm. Batwoman's like an actual soldier. Yeah. So, I mean, it could lead to that. Otherwise, it looks like a fun little mini. Um, yeah, no, it'd, yeah. be, it'd be weird for him to come back to Arrow. Especially now, because I think the last season of Arrow, he's going to be like traveling the multiverse. Uh-huh. So, I don't know. You get like <laughs> just an army of Deathstrokes from different <coughs> universes. Well, an army of Deathstrokes is, is what happened in the show already. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. He had like a bunch of guys that also wore his, like, weird half-mask thing going on, and it it was basically just dudes he gave the masks to. Oh, like body doubles? Yeah, and he just had them, like, there was hundreds of them running around the city, and the whole thing was like, Oliver's like, I, fucking which one are you? (laughs) That's funny, because that's like, that's like how Doctor Doom has, like, Doom robots to impersonate himself. death robots. Deathstroke's just like, I'm gonna do that, but, like, budget. Yeah. I'm just gonna hire some guys. You know what? Let's do it. Yeah. They, like, blew apart the city, and that's what led him, led Oliver to, like, become the mayor, because his mom died, because Deathstroke killed her right in front of him. Deathstroke killed my mom! Yeah, dude, it was fucking rad. (laughs) Oh, man, that era show, I gotta go back and, like, catch up on that. I fucking love that show. (laughs) Speaking of the CW. But anyways, yeah. uh, Kevin Conroy. Yeah, so we found out a while ago that Kevin Conroy would be in the... What a cowboy name. 
Kevin Conroy. Kevin Conroy. Yes, that is. I never noticed. Um, we found out a while ago that Kevin Conroy would play an older Bruce Wayne in the CW crossover event, Crisis on Infinite Earths, mm-hmm. which is going to feature like three Supermen, by the way. Um, Superman! He's going to be playing the Kingdom Come version of Batman, Yeah. which works really well because, I mean, <coughs> that's just a cool version of Batman. Yeah. Um, but it also works because we know that Brendan Routh is playing the Kingdom Come version of Superman. Yep. So, clearly those two will have an interaction. They'll come from the same world. I I, I like that Brendan Routh is playing Superman, but at the same time, if they're going to do this, I really wish they would have gotten the voice actor for Superman to yep. play Kingdom Come Superman. Um, I think it's like Tim Daly. But this is really cool because, you know, if you don't know, uh, Kevin Conroy voices Batman in nearly everything animated or video games. Um, this is the first time he's going to get to play the guy in live action, which is, is awesome. Mm-hmm. I love when voice actors get to play their characters. Um, and we also know that there will be another Batman that appears in Christ on Infinite Earths, possibly played by Michael Keaton. Mm-hmm. We don't have a confirmation on that yet, only that a newspaper that shows the Michael Keaton version of Bruce Wayne uh, is going to make a cameo. Like, the newspaper itself is like an Easter egg in Crisis. Um, showing that Bruce Wayne is going to marry Selena Kyle, which is a nice little, like... Hey! <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a nice little reference. It's also nice because we don't know if... I don't know, it's always been implied that, like, Batman, Batman Returns, and then uh, Batman Forever and Batman and Robin are all the same universe. Mm-hmm. But, like, after Keaton left, the tone of the movie's changed anyway. Yeah. So it could be just a little nod of, like, oh, no, those two, movie ha- those two movies happened, and then he married... Um, Selena Kyle or whatever. Like, it's a nice little reference to that universe. So, I really don't expect Keaton to show up, but the fact that that newspaper's there is really cool. Because, mm-hmm. again, it goes back to the thing we talk about nearly every week with Crisis. It's like, they can reference and pull anything from shows or movies or whatever. Mm. Like, that's really cool. Um, it's also really cool that, like, we're finally getting Batman in the CW universe. Even if it's, like, even if it's, like tangentially through... Uh, Crisis. Yeah. Well, they've they've referenced him a bunch of times. Yeah, and now that Batwoman's in the main CW universe, Batman's basically confirmed. You just haven't seen him yet. Yeah. It was it was it was Plus funny it. after um after Flash and Arrow met up with each other, and they they finally had kind of a working relationship going on. Mm-hmm. Flash was like, "Hey, there's a guy in Gotham. We could go talk to him too, right? And see if he wants in." And Arrow just kind of looks at him and is like, basically gives like a thing being like, nah, I'm the only asshole that's allowed to be on the team. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah. And then we get some Suicide Squad set photos. Yes. These are very You've seen exciting. them. You've seen them. Pretty dope. Who the hell is the guy that with the thing on his chest? He's all green. Oh, yeah. And he's I, with Captain Boomerang. I think that's Nathan Fillion as a character. Uh-huh. Um, it's tough, because, like... Well, you just saying that means Nathan Fillion's going to get brutally murdered. Oh, no, I don't doubt that at all. <laughs> he's, a fa- he's a fan-favorite actor, so, like... I wouldn't be surprised. He could be, like, um... I've seen, I've seen people say stuff like, uh... Like, Spymaster. Um, I think... Just, just now thinking about it. Boomerang. Maybe like damage or okay. So, so damage is a character who like damage. He he takes pain and then he can like give it back through like energy bursts. Weird. 
Um, it could be him. It could also be the Adam, not the Adam that we know, mm-hmm. but there's another Adam that was on the Suicide Squad that basically had the powers of, you know, like, he, he could shrink, but he more often grew giant and just mm-hmm. smashed people. Oh, he's the Adam Smasher. Yeah, exactly. He's the Adam Smasher. So, again, it, it's kind of tough to tell, which is good. I like that I'm kind of, like, stumped on who these characters are. Because that's what Suicide Squad's supposed to be. Yeah, that's one of the fun parts about Suicide Squad. You get to just, who the fuck is this guy? And he's dead. Who the fuck? Yeah. Like, I don't know who military outfit dude is. Like, you can't really defer anything from that. That's Rick Flagg. What are you talking about? (laughs) There's, um, people are saying that the guy in the mocap suit is probably King Shark. Because he would need the most, um, CGI around him. Yeah. Then again, he's not tall in that scene. I guess maybe there's boots. I don't know. Um... The orange chick in the purple costume with the red hair, um, <laughs> I feel like, because there's, like there's a numerous amount of characters in DC that are women and that are like really strong. Like Some of them are from Apocalypse, some of them are just general aliens. Mm-hmm. It's probably one of those characters. And then, the dude, <coughs> and then the dude in the blue and the yellow is kind of throwing me off too. Like yeah. It's such a bright, like out-of-place costume. Um could be triumph triumph was like in the late 2000s they were like all right what if it's like the justice league right but like triumph shows up and he's like i was on the original justice league but somebody wiped your memories like they tried to shoehorn in this new character as always being a part of the justice league uh-huh and then people were just like no that's, that's stupid that's dumb man so they didn't and they were like all right triumph, triumph's gone you don't have to look at him anymore that's dumb you're dumb it's dumb you're dumb um he reminds me of the Sentry, which is like, that's funny, because I know it can't be him. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, we're starting to see some set photos now. Cost- Still want to see a Sentry movie. Yeah. Like, even if I can't tell these characters, like, who they are, I really like how distinct, like, they look like combo characters. Uh-huh. They're in goddamn superhero costumes. Instead of just being like, it's Captain Boomerang, but he's all dirty. Yeah, it's Captain America, but he's in Kevlar. <laughs> yeah, it's Slipknot, but he's wearing, like, actual clothes instead of a gimp suit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, last thing... To climb over about. your adversity. <laughs> climb over adversity. So, last piece of news we have to talk about. Um, DC Comics unveiled a, uh, a graph, like a timeline, at San Diego Comic-Con. Oh, sorry, New York Comic-Con. I think that's... Yeah. Um... It's kind of blurry to look at because it's such a big image. But they basically broke up the history of the DC Universe into four sections. And the rumor is that they're working on some kind of event called 5G. Mm-hmm. Um, which people are jumping to the conclusion of, like, alright, so that's going to be like the next generation of DC. Since the graph was all about generations. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, this is all like a big fat rumor, except for the graph thing. Um, but part of this rumor is that John Kent's Superboy, or Superboy will be aged up again. Because he was already aged up in Bendis' run to being a, a late teenager. Now we know John Kent is in the future with the Legion of Superheroes. The rumor is he'll come back as an adult and he'll become Superman. Further uh, into this rumor is that Cassie Sandsmark, Wonder Girl, mm-hmm. will become Wonder Woman. Which is... Kind of weird, cause she's, I mean, I, I guess, I mean, I can't, I don't want to draw conclusions. Um, but, getting weird. We also had an earlier rumor, which is why I want to talk about this, that mm. Batman would be replaced in 2020 by an African-American character, 
Luke Fox. Luke Fox, the former Batwing and the son of uh, Luke, Luke, uh, Lucius Fox. Lucius Fox, thank you. Um, so the, the, the big fat conglomerate rumor here that we're building is that 2020 will kick off with 5G, an event that replaces the Trinity with like new characters taking their place, mm-hmm. um, and that it may be followed up by further characters like the Flash and Green Lantern and who have you. Um, there's a lot here, and I don't want this to happen. <laughs> I don't want this. Like, I'm not opposed to characters growing up and, like, moving on to different roles, but, like, Bendis just made a big deal about Cassie reappearing as Wonder Girl in his Young Justice comic, and, like, John Kent, Superboy, like, the son of Superman, was created, like, three years ago, and he, he was, like, an 11-year-old for, like, a year. Mm -hmm. Like, they told stories about Superman and and his wife Lois and his 10-year-old son John being a family and, like, fighting bad guys for a year before Bendis showed up and said, No! I'm gonna send his family into space. And he did. Also Rogel. (laughs) Also Rogel Czar. Like, it it seems counterintuitive to what... uh, uh, See, the tough part. Because... It seems counterintuitive to what Bendis would want to do because he doesn't like John. He wants to write about Superman. But at the same time, if Bendis ages John Kent up to an adult makes him the new Superman, he could do whatever he wants with the Superman and people wouldn't be like, that's out of character for Clark Kent. Mm-hmm. Like, he would basically get to... My OC is the best! Exactly. He gets to do a new OC in the form of adult John Kent. And, and justify by being like, well, he's older now, so he's different yeah, from how so he was he's a little different now. Yeah, so he's not like the kid version. He's basically... Better be okay with it. Better be okay with it. I'm Brian Michael Bendis. I'm gonna make money. Whee! Um, Look at this money slide I bought with all my money. <laughs> I also, like... <coughs> I thought about it. I don't like the idea of Luke Fox becoming Batman. I think Luke Fox is a decent character. Uh-huh. And it's, it's not a race thing at all. But I feel like... They're doing this because it's a race thing. I feel okay. like they want to be able to say we have a, an African-American Batman. But, like, they didn't know how to go about it. Because mm-hmm. maybe maybe they went down the line. They're like, Duke's too young. You know, Black Lightning would be a super-powered Batman, and we don't, we're not ready for that. <laughs> Even though that would be good. Black Lightning as Batman would be fucking awesome. Because people are already into that character. Mm-hmm. Like, why, why even not do it? Never had Black Lightning... Yeah. Like, can you imagine, like, Riddler or someone is fighting the new African-American Batman, and they're like, you, whatever, you're not as good as the last Batman, what do you have that the last one didn't, huh? And he just shocks him with electricity. Right. <laughs> this, bah. Um, this is what sets me apart. Yeah, and it's also like, every time someone's replaced Batman, it's been someone really close to him, like Nightwing or Commissioner Gordon. Mm-hmm. But, like, Luke Fox isn't that close to Batman. Yeah. I, I guess because his dad is friends with him. Like, yeah, my, my dad's friends with, with Bruce Wayne, now I'm Batman. No, no, Batman. Batman. Hey, how come... Hey, Luke, how'd you get to be Batman? Oh, uh, my dad knows a guy. My dad knows a guy. Like, it's that simple, you know? There's not much, like, character behind it. My dad owns Batman's dealership. Oh, my God, what if, it, what if that's what it is? How come, like, Nightwing and then Red Hood and all the kids are sitting around, how come Luke gets to be Batman next? And Batman's like, listen, okay... His dad makes all my stuff. I'm kind of in a loss here. Yeah, I'm kind of at a loss here. He he said he'd take everything away if I didn't. <laughs> but you're Batman. <laughs> yeah, but like I need my tanks and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> what? Did, we have a tank? <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> like yeah. da- that's when Damien like looks up from his phone. We have a tank. We have a tank. No, Damien, go go back to Twitter. Okay. <laughs> go back to Twitter. Let, you have to remember. You have to read every article and then comment what's actually going on in the article. That's the true <laughs> identity of the Twitter. It's just yeah. Damien. It's Damien Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be you imagine they're out on patrol. And he just hears like, oh my god, he's taking my purse! And he's just sitting there, hang on, I have to tweet. Hold on. Alright. That'd be funny, because you'd imagine, you'd think Damien would be an angry person online. Mm -hmm. But it'd just be funny if it was the exact opposite. Yeah. Well, he Uh, hates stupid people, right? Yeah. Like, he hates just just ignorance and stuff? Yeah. So, like, yeah, I could see it. Like, he'd be aggressive about it. Right. Like, guys, no, actually, click the fucking thing. If you actually read the article, you'd see the, uh... You'd see that, um, uh... You're gay. You're gay. (laughs) I don't know why I want Damien to talk like a fucking millennial. (laughs) So bad. You scrub. I know he talks like like Raish, because that's where he grew up and stuff, so he says, like, (laughs) you know, like, proper stuff. Yeah. But, like, man, it would be real cool if he was, like, fighting a criminal and he'd be like, Yeet! As he throws a fucking batarang at him or something. <laughs> That's why John needed to stay a kid, damn it. So yeah. he could be the yeet. Yeah, so he could yeet criminals everywhere. Oh my god, Superboy would yeet the hell out of Toy Man. You see, you see, like, Batman and, and, and Damien are sitting there, right, doing their thing, and Damien's like, alright, Dad, I have to teach you something, okay? Kobe is for <laughs> precision and aim. Yeet. Is for power and distance. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Damn, what are you talking about? <laughs> Damien. He's, he's actually murdering that lady. <laughs> Damien, we have to go on patrol. Hold on, Father. I'm playing Fortnite with Billy Batson and John Kent. Billy ba- Who the fuck is Billy Batson? Uh, uh, JK, I know whoever it is. <laughs> gotcha, son. He would. <laughs> Mr. Batson, uh, Batman is here at the school to see you? What? Batman is here. What? Just go to you and use another room. I told you, you can't just come to my school. Like, they don't know. That I'm look. Well, how can they not know? It's so obvious. Shazam well, I, looks just like you, but grown up. I, I know, but like... Look, man. <laughs> I don't come to your work and rat you out. I would let you in my work. I wouldn't you. I would let you in my place. Kids aren't allowed in my Kids aren't allowed in my place. You have like four of them. They, it's different. But I, don't, sits, I don't know He you. sits there. Uh, Mr. Wayne, Shazam is here for you. Fucking Billy. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, Batman! Yeah. Everyone at the board meeting. <laughs> Have you seen the thing where it's like the game rooms thing? No, no, no. It, it may be a game rooms joke. I'm Batman, not sure. Pass me the mustard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pass me the pass me the mustard. He's like, he really needs that mustard. <laughs> Batman, Br- Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Bruce Wayne, pass me the salt. <laughs> oh man, he really needs it. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm not ready for this shift in DC. It's, it's, I'm working it's on... It's funny that they're naming it after the thing that Verizon's coming out with. Ooh. Which is the 5G network. Ooh. Suspicious. What if they're getting popped by Verizon? No. Oh, no! I don't know, man. Like, I'm, I'm working on a thing. Let me, let me, let me sidebar you again. Okay. I'm working on a thing right. that goes over the last, like, eight years... Of DC Comics as a company. Okay, so every reboot ever. And there, there's a, a pattern. Oh, there's a pattern? There's a little bit of a pattern. I've, I've been, like, looking... Raffi's got his corkboard and all of his, his red twine. Around the time of the New 52, 
everything was disorganized and a problem and people were upset. Yeah. And then when, uh, what's his face? When, um, Jeff Johns was put into power, things started cleaning up and people stopped being disorganized and upset. Mm -hmm. Then he leaves the company and sure enough, things are falling apart again and big changes are happening. Mm-hmm. Like, like around the same time that, like, um, Tom King was doing stupid <clears throat> stuff with Batman and Bendis was getting Superman, like, mm-hmm. uh, by that point, John's already had, like, left. So, like, I, I don't want to say that everything bad at DC is because John left, or John's left, but, like, after he left, things started falling apart real quick. Like, as soon as he left, Dan DiDio was like, alright, well, Nat- well Night- Nightwing's gonna get amnesia, um... We're going to kill this character off here. We're going to do Heroes of Crisis over here. Um, this whole 5G thing seems like their way of kind of... Because people are complaining. People are, you know... Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not the silent minority here. Um, people see the changes that are happening, and they're they're not okay with it. Mm-hmm. They see Heroes in Crisis. They see Bendis on Superman. They see the changes that are happening, and they're upset. And I feel like this whole 5G thing is going to try to, is going to be DC Comics way of like sweeping that under the rug and being like, "Well, here's new stuff." Mm-hmm. Like you can't be upset about what we do with Batman because now we have this new Batman. And you can't be upset about how Bendis treated John because hey, he's Superman now. Look, he grew up to be Superman. Isn't that what you wanted? It's like, "Yeah, but like I would have liked to wait 10 years." Yeah. You know? I don't know. It feels like a lot of fast tracking and a lot of like painting over the holes. Mhm. But, you know, again, this is all just hot, sloppy rumors, so we don't know... Hot, sloppy rumors. (laughs) We don't know how much Mm. is true, how much is not true. 2020 could roll around and they could just be like, everybody has, like, Superman powers now. (laughs) Ha ha. Everybody's a super, super... Everybody turns into a frog. Like, they could do anything, and we don't know. Everybody's a frog. And that's the true scary part. Anyway, that's the news today, Seth. Yeah. That's the hot... Slab of news. We still, uh... Still no news on that Marvel GW crossover. They literally just, like, announced, Hey, guys, Warhammer comic! And now we're all just sitting here, like, We're waiting. We're waiting. Tell us. You can't just say that and not follow it up. Yeah. Like, hello? With bated breath. What's going on here? Well, I would like to know. Well, you know, when they do say something... You're gonna be I'm gonna bring that. it here, yeah. I'm gonna be you're, right on top of that you're shit. You're gonna be on that, like, white on rice on a paper plate in a snowstorm. Because <laughs> uh, I've, I've, I've been talking to guys at the shop about it, and uh, everybody's like, oh, dear God, I just want to see a bolt round go through an orc's head. That's it. That's all I want. GW, like, Marvel, that's all you need to give to me. That's it. But everybody's like, oh, great, fucking Emperor of Mankind's a Disney princess now. Which one, fucking hilarious. Two, no, they're not going to do that. GW's smart when they give out their properties. Like, fucking hell. Everybody's so worried that it's going to be like SJW Space Marine running around. And it's like, what? I'm shooting you, but I'm also gay. Yeah, but it's like, Games Workshop is not going to let that happen. Like... That's never been their M.O. Yeah. Like, no, ever. Not just gonna conform and be like, yeah. now that we're at Marvel, we're gonna adjust our our views to theirs. Yeah, no. If the Eldar wanna be gay, sure. Let them do that. Because it's not like... Because it's a similar story. It's not like they did that with um, 
with Star Wars and Marvel yeah, started doing exactly. Star Wars books. And you got you got one of the coolest fucking Darth Vader lines ever. Yeah. When he's when all the rebels are around him mm. and they're like, Give up, we have you surrounded and he's just like, I'm surrounded by fear and dead men and then just fucking kills everyone. Yeah, and he like, just slaughters everybody. No, but you're forgetting the part where before he slaughters everyone, all this there's two stormtroopers like I love you, I love you too, even though we're gay, and then they make out. Yeah. You forgot that part. They make out through their helmets, yeah, and the, there's like clicking noises. Yeah, the SJW Star Wars part. Yeah, you yeah. forgot about that. Yeah, I forgot about it. But the stormtroopers just mack on each other. <laughs> just mack on each other for a while, you know? It's like four solid pages of just mack on each other. Yeah, yeah, the stormtrooper looks at the other one and goes, I love you, and everyone's like, I know. I know. <gasps> they they said, said the thing! They said the thing! They did it! Hooray! Guys, we got there! Alright, that's our news for that's today. That's our news. That's also our ramble. Go, go. <laughs> Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, and you can follow the podcast at uh, anchor.fm, panelbiter, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Peace. Bye.